Listener discretion is always advised. Except for on this episode, you're getting it two times. I'm advising you twice for this episode. Let's get it. I used to just think, like, he's a ball hog. And then I read something where Kobe Bryant said, I came to practice with you. I saw what time you got there. I saw what time you left. I saw the type of energy you put in. I saw the commitment to the game. And so I'm going to take the last shot because I don't trust you. I'm like, oh, it makes sense now. I thought he was arrogant. Kobe said I was in practice with you. I saw you coming late. I saw you on your phone. I saw you wasn't committed. This is my life. This is how my family eats. This is my legacy. I'm not about to pass you the ball. I got here first. I left last. I'm going to put it on my own shoulder. I don't trust you to be able to. Respect is not given because how long you've been in the league. Respect is not given because of what your name is. Respect is earned, and it's earned daily. Man, you know, on a personal thing, I did not like Kobe Bryant when he was alive. I did not, I was not happy when he passed either, but I did not like Kobe Bryant because he shut down the Kings. I have a little brother and my little brother loves the Black Mamba. I didn't even know they called him Black Mamba until my brother referenced him like that. And the more and more it is that I learn about Kobe Bryant, the, the, the more and more I lightweight despise myself for not appreciating him when he was here. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what's going on. My name is Justice. This is my podcast. Five days a week. You can find me where it's wet and where it's sleek. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast. Let's get this shit going. I mean, man. Cannot stress to you enough about the discretion of the listener for this podcast because some of these clips right here are definitely going to piss you the fuck off, but I do not give a fuck. And if you don't understand why I don't give a fuck, it's. I just want everybody to know that I do identify as a D, she, and an it. I am the shit. I am the shit. And boy, don't I get dropped on grasses, fresh out of asses every motherfucking day. It's, it's, it's something that I do not delay nor play with when it comes to this podcast. I am here for all your entertainable. Is that a word? I am here for all of your needs every single day, five days a week, sometimes twice a day. And no matter how many times I say that, we come back around to this shit. My name is Justice. This is the best solo produced podcast ever made. And I stand firmly on those grounds. You can find me where nobody else is looking on the internet. But anyway, I'm done with the intro. So let's go. Let's start the motherfucking show. I mean, fuck you. That's how I'm starting it off right now. Fuck you. Yeah. You. Fuck you. And you want to know why I say fuck you? Because you've let your device divide you from your motherfucking country. You have let your device divide you 
from your motherfucking family. You have let your device divide you from me. Yeah, that's right. Death bells. You're divided from everything in your life because of your motherfucking device. And the reason why I do my audio podcast is because I want you to, to still be a part of your motherfucking life. Don't stop, drop, and roll to your phone and stare at me talking to you. You could easily listen. And what you want to do is try to absorb some of this information that it is that I'm dropping on you, man. Because it's gems. I don't give a fuck. It's a bag full of motherfucking Jerry. Every time you hear me talk, and if you just listen for a little bit, you just might learn a thing or two. You might learn a thing or two. No matter what it is that I say, or how much it is that I say it, some people just refuse to accept or acknowledge the situation of the fucking fact. And the situation of the fact is this, or the facts in the situation, maybe that's the better way to say it. The facts in the situation is this. Every time you go to work, every time they issue you a check, they take a little bit of your money out of your shit. And when they take a little bit of money out of your shit, you just got hit. After you've been hit, you you feel like you've been violated. But have you really been violated? Huh? Is that is is that a viable question? I mean, you you were born in the greatest country ever invented, right? So it's okay for them to just do whatever the fuck it is that they want to do to you. And usually people get normalized to that kind of situation, to be to being put in a situation to where they have no control. But what's really odd is when you find out someone who has had all of the power, all of the control, all of the money, all of everything that it, it, it is needed for them to thrive and survive, as they start to lose control, boy, don't people like to stop, slow down, rubberneck, and watch. It's it's unbelievable. Now, this is a segue into the first story. And in relationships are crazy ships to ride. I mean, they dock, they 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 crash, they sink. It happens all the time. But with with the new way that relationships are built, the new way that we have structured things, sometimes you don't know if somebody is really with somebody or you're not even sure if you with the motherfucker that you sleep with. I mean, y'all both sleep with your phone on lock, right? Y'all both got secret motherfucking burner accounts, don't you? Right. You know you got that burner account, gal. Stop lying. You know you got a burner account. Well, even if you don't have a burner account and your friends are a part of your life and they see that you get into a bad relationship, they're kind of worried about you. And this is exactly what's going on with a idol, with a legend. No, not a legend in the hood. And that's highly disputable depending on who it is that you talk to and what era it is that they have grown up in. Well, I'm 42. So I remember some of the old people who were legends when I was still a kitty. And one of those people happens to be this lady named Cher. Now, I don't know if you know who Cher is, but she is a legend amongst the Hollywood elite. And no matter what it is that Cher seems to touch after a certain part of her life, it kind of has glitter and gold dust on that shit. But right now, 
She's an older lady. And I just didn't want to say old because ageism is a real thing. But she has some concerned friends, Cher it is. Cher has very concerned friends about her $360 million fortune dwindling as she splurges on this new young kid that she's fucking with. Now, this story is coming to you from Keisha Kale via Hollywood Unlocked. It says superstar Cher has been living her best life with her new boyfriend, Alexander Edwards. He goes by A.E. But her friends are concerned that she is showing way too much love to him in this early on relationship. According to the report by Radar Online, a close source shared that her inner circle is concerned that she's been shelling out big bucks, supporting their romance, but also allegedly his lavish lifestyle. Now, there's a way that I kind of see that this could be predatory but at the same time, exploratory. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong if she's getting dicked down by a young kid. She's 76. She want to throw that nigga back. I mean, a lot of you young ladies would like that. And when I say young ladies, I really mean you old bitches. Grandson, why are you up? It is late as hell. Oh, I know. I know you do show up whenever I podcast. But anyway, like I was saying. What's wrong with Cher getting a little bit of the tip? What's wrong with Cher getting her back broken permanently? I mean, what is wrong with that? If that's how you want to go with some dick in your throat or in your back bone, why would you hate on her? Her friends do not like this situation at all. At all. Now, to know A.E., I mean, Alexander Edwards is a pretty successful, he has a pretty successful career and is said to be making a pretty penny himself. However, sources revealed that although the singer, this guy's an entertainer like her, has always been, oh, she has always been careful with her estimated 360 million bank account, friends allegedly claim that she's been spending way more than she usually does since he's been dating since she has been dating the 37-year-old music exec last fall. Now, Cher's letting her boyfriend pull all the strings, said a source. It's about what A&E, what A.E. wants. Uh, uh, she's been sucked into a lifestyle of parties, late nights, and drinking. And she's neglecting her friends. Oh, these bitches is mad that she's not splurging the money on them. They must be the broke part of the circle. And why the fuck do you got your eyes on her bank account? Like that, like I always say, you can't necessarily see the snakes until you cut the motherfucking grass. And these bitches been on Cher's ass. I don't mean to call you ladies bitches, but why the fuck is you counting her ducats? Why are you counting this lady's money? Let her get fucked. And, and then I think about what they were saying, like him going around with her to late night parties and shit. Well, how do you show up to a function with a senior citizen? How do you do that? How does that work? I mean, like, do you roll her in? Because you know her old ass is going to get tired during the party. She should have been asleep at 6 o'clock, my nigga. Why the fuck do you got her at the function, nigga, with a sparkling bottle? What the fuck is going on? You know she need to take her heart medication, blood medication, uh, uh, all the medications that's needed to keep the human body in circulation. To that guy, I have to say congratulations and 
Motherfucker, get you a lawyer, okay? Because the last thing you want is her friends coming after your ass when Cher passes the fuck away. Now, since we're on relationships, I mean, it sounds like these two are having fun. At least Cher's having fun for however long it is that she can ride that totem pole. All I do know is this. Sometimes relationships can be fucking great, but sometimes... They can also be fucking terrible. Now, I saw a clip yesterday sitting in the parking lot of the shit factory. And, you know, my hours there, they vary. Sometimes I work the morning. Sometimes I work the night. I don't know my schedule until I show up the day of. And sometimes it may change when I'm there. But, like I said, um, I was sitting in the parking lot of the shit factory. And I saw this very, very, very scary fucking clip now i want you to close your eyes and just imagine what's going on in this room play that shit you see that hole in the motherfucking ceiling right there what hole that's the first shot shot who's shooting is everybody okay the second one i won't fucking must i promise you i believe you Oh, shit. Hey, bruh. What the fuck? Now, this right here is coming to you from Hollywood. Nope, nope, my bad. From Hip Hop Now Uncut. The headline is, the girlfriend pulls the blicky on her boyfriend on Facebook Live after finding out that he was cheating. Okay, buddy, this is not the year for this shit. Continue, lady. I won't, I won't must. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I won't must. I will not fucking must. I won't must. You know what won't miss? The charges that they're about to stick to your ass for brandishing and waving a firearm and basically holding that guy hostage. At all. I will not must. I don't give a fuck, nigga. You think I give a fuck? I don't. Yeah. Get the fuck off of me. Bruh, she dropped a loaded handgun. My guy. What the fuck is going on with people? She don't understand? You you going to jail no matter what, but you want to go ahead and just keep adding charges. She tried to hit the guy in the head with the pistol. I don't care. Let all your motherfucking hoes know you in a motherfucking relationship now. Oh shit. Now. Let him know. Five. Four. Are you in a relationship, man? No, look at the camera. You in a relationship? Mm -hmm. Are you in a relationship? Right. Your life is on the line at the. Play that shit. You see that hole in the motherfucking ceiling right yes, there? I saw it. That's the first shot. It was. The second one, I won't fucking must. But. I promise you. But. That's the second shot. You lie, you deranged mental fucking patient. Hey man, crazy bitches may have the best pussy, as YG says. But right about now, I don't think that I want any of that shit at all. This motherfucker right here, then pulled the pistol out, shot in the air once, then threatened the nigga, and shot in the air again, and then attempted to pistol whip a nigga, and still talk shit on live. I mean, damn, she's got some big motherfucking balls. I mean, some fucking brass knuckle balls. I, hey, hey, I don't want no problems with you now, lady. You need to calm down, okay? Just calm the fuck 
down. But like I was saying, relationships, they can be really, really funny. But just getting into one, it can be all kinds of weird shit. You got to be careful that you don't get robbed. You got to be careful that you're actually talking to who the fuck it is that you think you're talking to and that you're not associating yourself with somebody that necessarily isn't who or what it is that they're claiming to be. I mean... Ugh, you gotta be careful, man. But in the process, you can lay some ground rules. Ground rules. Now this guy, he gets straight to the point. I mean, straight to the chicken motherfucking dinner. Now let me stop this so you can hear that. Now I'ma tell y'all bitches something. When you come asking me for money, you gonna fuck me. Whoa, buddy, this is 2023. Uh. That's gonna happen anyway. You gonna really gonna fuck me. I don't wanna hear no excuses, none of that shit. You gonna suck my dick and balls. Okay, you know exactly what you want. Now, let's play it again. Now, I'm gonna tell y'all bitches something. When you come asking me for money, you gonna fuck me. Okay, if they come asking you for money, like, do they just walk up to you and say, hey, uh, you got $40? Uh, what do they say? Because you could be setting yourself up for a uh, solicitation charge, my guy. You gonna really gonna fuck me? I'm like, like, really gonna fuck you? I had no excuses, none of that shit. You gonna suck my dick and balls? No excuses. I know we all talk with a different dialect and shit like that, depending on where it is that we're from. But bruh, 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 if she gonna fuck you, what excuses are there? Take off your pants and bend over and lay down or something like that. Just don't stink. What excuses do we need? What excuses were you thinking of? I, I'm constantly in, I'm constantly in this, this paradox of trying to figure out what the fuck it is people mean when they say some of the shit that it is that they say. But... I always come back around to, to, to something that I think we all need to hear every day. And I should have started the podcast off with this, but we're here. Oh, at least I'm here. You're there. Listen to this. <clears throat> Speak positive words into your life every morning, every single morning. Think big. Think healing. Think success. Think peace. Think happiness. Think growth mindset always start the day with positive energy and if you can start the day with positive energy and hopefully you can get a lady to fuck you without having excuses and shit you might be able to understand some of the craziness that it is that they're projecting on us to make us not look at what the fuck is going on believe it or not there was another train derailment listen to this this is dabu seven a heads up as we have another big train derailment, this time West Virginia. Their emergency management division releasing a statement saying that this train here this Wednesday morning was coming around the corner and hit a rock slide. And that this rock slide took out the tracks and at least one locomotive and one fuel tank had been sent into the river. So there's diesel leaking into the river. This accident site is located just south of Sandstone inside the New River National Park. Wow. Now, in this spot... CSX owns 12 feet from the middle of the track to either side, and they're going to be responsible for the cleanup within those bounds. Outside of it, this is where we hit a murky area where responsibility seems to be up in the air. Everyone seems to drop the ball, and they put people's lives at risk. 
No, there, there, there's no dropping of the ball here. Um, the thing that I have, uh, and I'm not smart at all. My grandson reminds you of this shit all of the motherfucking time. The thing that I notice is that most of these train derailments, um, there's never been nothing to like wood or anything that can't hurt the environment that's been in any trail derailments that I know of. All of the shit that's getting into accidents is shit that can fuck up the ecosystem. Now, I reported on a story episodes ago, which one, I, which episode I do not know, but I do know this. If the land is contaminated and they make you move, they can almost tell you where the fuck to live at. Right now, they're saying there's no road closures. They're not evacuating no one, but there is diesel fuel from the wreckage in the river. And it's yeah, and people probably fish in that fucking river. Heading downstream, and this is the new river. So anyone that is downstream from the new river, you're going to want to use precaution because you have chemicals in the waterway. Anyone that is pulling from this waterway whatsoever. I mean, you're damn right it's a new river. It's newly motherfucking poisoned. Newly poisoned with diesel fuel. Diesel fuel. But you know what? That is not a concern. Not at all. I mean, there are so many other breaking stories like this. In Troy, Illinois, announced the search for a missing 53-year-old man has ended with his body being found. Where was his body at? A cause of death has not been released. Fox 2's Jeff Bernthal spoke with the man's widow about the tragic ending to this months-long search. The widow of Richard Magee says the 53-year-old maintenance worker was kind and creative, loved the St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Blues, NASCAR, and his family. Loved his children, loved his grandchildren, um, supported them as well as, as me. Beji was reported missing in April. The Troy Police Department, through a press release on Monday, reported Meiji was found dead Sunday night. Police did not what? release where he was found or a possible cause of death. Stop it. What the fuck is going on? Now, the headline reads, oh my God, OMG, woman finds missing husband's body while looking for Christmas decorations eight months after his disappearance. Coroner confirms it was suicide. Okay, so this guy killed himself. Now, I want to rewind back to the part. Nah, I can't necessarily rewind, but you guys all heard her say that he loved his family and he loved the Cardinals and all this and all that. I had a conversation, I think it was earlier today, with somebody saying, at a funeral, you don't never hear nobody say no bad shit about nobody. You don't never hear nobody get up and say, that nigga was a murderer. That motherfucker is in hell right now. Damn. Dancing with the devil. That nigga is praying for some ice water. He hopes somebody pisses in hell. Pisses from the top of the earth. I, you never hear that. Whenever somebody dies, you always hear this kind of fake glorious lifestyle that we kind of don't necessarily associate with the soul of the individual that it is that one is talking about. But we kind of let it slide because they're dead. But this guy, I mean... This is crazy. So for eight months, didn't nobody smell this guy's body going through decomposition. But there was no mention of foul play. Even though we didn't want the outcome that we had, it's still an outcome that we can, you know, put him to rest. Jennifer Magee said even when her husband was missing, she still felt like his presence was there. 
He provided a great deal of help to his family. She held out hope for a safe return. Now his widow struggles to put into words what this loss means for her and their loved ones. No words in my mind that I could say that he'll be he'll be deeply missed. She I mean, she ain't gonna say, I'm glad that motherfucker dead. I mean, people would be like, damn, she's a callous bitch. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, from the devil's advocate side, you can't get on TV and be like, man, I've been waiting for this motherfucker for, to die for 20 motherfucking years. You can't say that shit. So what is she locked into saying exactly what it was that she said? She is locked into saying that he's going to be deeply missed and, you know, but she can't say, hey, I'm single. Hey, I can, hey, you know what? I'm trying to be like Cher. That's what I want to be like. I want me a young man to fuck the shit out of me. He is receiving support from family and friends, but welcomes support from anywhere else. Ooh, you want some support? Just be there for, um, just to support. Um, um not, not, if you can. What you stuttering for? What, what kind of support? Financially, that's fine, but... Oh, you want some ducats. Just be there, you know, mentally. This book is better. Anyway, you, you just want somebody to talk to? They got phone numbers One for that. One facing a mental health crisis can call 988 for free. Yeah, call 988 for free, but don't you come up over here pestering me. Shit, I am sorry for your loss. Um, damn, I mean, shit. I still can't get my head around eight months and she just now found him and they said it was in the closet on the on the the the, the uh the, the, the story in the, troy the illinois on. announced now now it says that uh this guy richard disappeared in april of 2022 after calling his wife to let her know he was leaving for work early while jennifer went back into their home in troy where his car was parked outside she was unable to locate or get in touch with him. Police searched their home twice with no luck. Jennifer had reported a smell in the house, which prompted a second unsuccessful search. These police officers suck. What the fuck? Hey, man, what the fuck you mean? She reported a smell and they couldn't find a dead body of a grown man. So she says, I decided to put the Christmas tree up and I was looking for a tote of the, of the Christmas ornaments. And that's when I discovered him, she said. He had committed suicide. She went into the storage space behind the clothes closet beneath a staircase in the house to look for Christmas decorations when she found him. So he went into a storage space that's behind the clothes closet and, and beneath the staircase to kill himself. Wow. Now the Madison County coroner confirmed that it was a suicide and that there was no evidence of foul play at the in the autopsy, excuse me. This is absolutely wild with no doubt and no doubt traumatizing. Yet yeah, this is a crazy story, yo. So she slept eight months with a dead body in her house. Does she is she gonna live in that house for the rest of her life? I mean, fuck. You know, I was I my, my, my grandma owned the house and and uh I used to have the upstairs room. And the upstairs room before I lived there, from what I was told, a guy committed suicide upstairs in that room. And I'm not gonna lie to you, some very, very weird shit has happened 
uh, uh, had happened along the timeline of me living there. But it's not Halloween, and you're not here to hear any motherfucking ghost stories. But I do got something right now that will shake your motherfucking soul. And when I say shake your soul, I don't mean scare you. But yes, this is one for the city boys. We got one on the board. Maybe we got 10 on the board. But if you count the money that's involved, we might have just now put millions up for the city boys. Check this shit out right here. Oh, why is it on mute, you motherfuckers? On his face. Here we go. Play it back. This the kind of love I want. Look at the pure joy on his face. Look at that smile. That's real love. This guy right here is Colombian necktying his motherfucker. I'm talking about you can see his motherfucking molars where his ears begin. He is cheesing. Why is he smiling like that? Look who his girl is. Look, don't even worry about her face. Look at her name. Phoebe Gates, that's Bill Gates' daughter. Ooh, one for the team. That's one for the team. Hey, if you a black man, pat yourself on the back. A brother just got inside the gates. And I ain't talking about the pearly gates. I ain't talking about any of the, the, the security guard gates. I ain't talking about none of I'm talking about the gates of Bill. Bill Gates' daughter is getting dicked all the way down by a brother. He didn't hit the lottery. I wouldn't care what Dr. Umar said. Forget Sierra's prayer. What prayer did he pray? Look at that pure black boy joy. Man, this guy right here makes me not only jealous, but disgusted in my life, motherfucking decisions. Don't I, mean, say that. I, I, I don't mean that, grandson. I, I, would, I would never do anything to subtract you, but damn. Bill Gates money? Shit. Every picture he cheesing. Big smile showing all his teeth. Crab singles. Every picture just cheesing. He can't hold it in. He know he ain't supposed to be there. Look at him. I'm happy for you, kid. Man. It's like a little piece of reparations. <laughs> Keep doing your thing, baby. <laughs> this the one. When they do, oh, when he do that, he letting us all know, I'm doing this for y'all. This the kind of love I want. Man, hey, bruh. I think that that kind of love right there, it just, it, 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 it transcends not only uh, emotional, but also physical boundaries that are unknown to a broke motherfucker like me. I mean, damn, what the fuck, man? I mean, being broke... I ain't broke, motherfucker. I got a little bit of money. But yeah, being dirt ass broke or just having a little bit of money at that, it can be a stressful thing. You know, when you only have something that you're working with that, that, that you, you, you're kind of getting by on and you're stretching from paycheck to paycheck, you can't afford to be fucking off no motherfucking money. And when you do spend a little bit of extra money, you feel stupid. Some people feel bad and they take it out on themselves. But the worst feeling is to have somebody scam your ass out of your money at your own ATM. Yes, this is a motherfucking alert right now for another scam that these motherfuckers then concocted up shit. Hey, what? 
Buongiorno shows how she got scammed oh, no. at this ATM. I went out to go use the machine on the right. I inserted my card. It didn't work. Then a man in line offered advice. The fellow that was on the sidewalk came up and said, oh, if you have the chip in your card, you can tap it. So Pamela tapped her card. This time it worked. She got her cash, thanked the man, and walked off. The next morning, I looked at my bank account. To her shock, Pamela saw three more withdrawals from oh. her account. $940 was gone. I said, that guy scammed me. <laughs> oh, shit. Last night at the ATM machine. I didn't think anything of it. I thought he was just using the ATM. The same thing happened to Rob Bell at the same ATM. When the card reader didn't work, a man leaned in. That person said, oh, there's a problem with the, with the slot function. You have to use the tap function. What the fuck did he work there? I don't take advice about my money from nobody that don't work for the motherfucking bank. So there's just a guy conveniently there ready to give you advice to help your day go. Most people aren't like that. Have you observed people stepping over bums? What the fuck is wrong with the logic? The the Like I said, common sense is not common. So Rob tapped his card, took his cash, and walked off. Later, he found two accounts had been drained. $565 gone. My initial reaction was, wait a second. I definitely did not withdraw that much money. I have no need for $1,000 cash. Justin Sindelar tapped his Apple Watch at that ATM and withdrew $40. Later, he found five more withdrawals in a row. $960 was gone. So I think someone walked up to the ATM right after I used it, and then withdrew money from, from the account again. Victims complained to the bank manager. Now, 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 I, this is all happening at a Chase Bank. He said, I've reported this to the police. You know, it's happening up and down Mission Street. The manager told Pamela how the scam works. It starts with glue. They put glue in the card reader of the ATM machines, so you can't use your cards. So customers tap their card instead, and here's the trick. When you tap, the account remains open for more transactions unless the customer proactively logs out. What, so these motherfuckers just get their money and walk away? So these are just the people who don't. So that means that this guy, uh, is only getting people close. Make sure you close out the tab at your ATM, okay? This is some stupid shit. This is some really, really avoidable shit, okay? Some customers don't know this, but scammers do. They wait for the victim to leave, then walk up and continue making withdrawals on their account. You see, this is the thing about rushing all the time. When you're you're in such of a rush to get back on that phone, to get home and watch whatever the fuck it is that you watch or to play whatever fucking video game it is that you do or whatever it is you do to pass the time. You are not paying attention. Pay attention to your shit. This is an easy hack. I'm not even sure that they need any equipment for this. All they have to do is wait around, it sounds like. All three victims <laughs> filed a fraud claim with Chase Bank. All three were denied. The what? See, these motherfuckers ain't shit. Bank said the customers authorized those withdrawals. And 
that's definitely not true. This is ridiculous. Why would I do four separate transactions right in a row? Because that's what people do sometimes. They should have a picture of who actually did. Victor. They got a picture of who actually did that transaction, sir. But, you know, being that the bank already has your money, it's not like they have to give that shit back. He said Chase would not review surveillance video because the amounts were below $5,000. See that? So Pamela filed her claim again and again and again. Chase finally replaced her money. And after our inquiries, the bank refunded Justin and Rob too, telling us when using an ATM, be vigilant in protecting your PIN number and making sure you have logged out of your account. I will never use that little tap function again at an ATM machine. I bet you won't. Shit, I know I won't use that shit. If you use the tap function uh, anywhere, make sure that your fucking, uh, your purchase is finalized. Make sure that they cannot take any more damn money up out of your account because the last thing you need is some more stress on your motherfucking plate. I mean, stress. It's just part of life, right? Or or is it? Is it something that's avoidable? Is it something that we just have to have? I like to think that some stress is healthy for us because in order to grow, you have to you have to get that 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 adversary, that 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 difference in in lifestyles and changes and shit. It tests you it puts it puts you through the crucible of life and in the crucible of life sometimes works for some people and, and sometimes it just doesn't sometimes people don't change who they are no matter who it is that you may be right now you probably are going to change into somebody else within the next five to ten motherfucking years and that's all right as long as you're not hurt nobody in the process at least to me it's all right i don't give a fuck what it is that you do long as you don't hurt nobody in the process it seems like it's it's now fashionable to be mean to be ugly just to be downright despicable when it comes to certain aspects of relationships listen it's crazy to me how some women be like oh man can't handle me and blah 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 it ain't got nothing to do with handling you first of all you are human you don't handle humans yeah you handle wild animals motherfucker men don't tolerate you you see as we get older as men um we not lusting as much as when we were younger speak for yourself boy. i mean my guy speak for yourself my guy so as we get older we take shit more serious and we pay attention to who you are niggas ain't just thirsty to fuck so they not just tolerating anything it has nothing to do with handling if you have a smart mouth or an attitude problem or you just have a bad character nobody wants to tolerate you or i might tell you to shut the fuck up it has nothing to do with handling you and the thing is Instead of taking accountability for some women and being like, you know what, maybe I do need to learn how to communicate, talk, and change my attitude. They don't want to change and grow up. They want to still do the shit they was doing when they was 19 and 20. And then they get in their 30s and realize why they can't find a man because they don't want to tolerate you. It's well, I mean, 
he's right. I, there is no pushback at all. I mean, you hear that all the time. You can't handle a real woman. Bitch, who the fuck told you you was a real woman? I mean, I'm just asking the question because, I mean, there are some questionable things about what makes a woman a woman right now in this timeline it is that we live in. But I'm not going to go there because I have no reason to drive down that street except for some of the weird shit it is that I have been seeing that does give me a little bit of accessibility to talk about this subject. Now, I don't know why they are attacking people the way that they are attacking people tonight on the internet, but boy, I have been watching this thing in the background bubble up about one of our past presidents, and it is quite... The weird shit that I don't, I just can't understand for the life of me. Now, I want to fill you in on something. There's this big fucking rumor. Now, this is a rumor. Allegedly. Now, I told you this episode was going to get funky. This is when it's getting, it's going to get funky. There's a big fucking rumor where a lot of people are alleging big elect, big allegations are being thrown around right now about Michelle Obama. Now, I've heard these allegations a long time ago and just kind of thought it was, you know, some racist white motherfuckers doing some shit. But I seen this post from somebody black and that doesn't necessarily mean anything either. But shit, what the fuck is going on? I mean, I, I, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, except for they're trying to allege that that Michelle Obama is not a lady. That's what they saying on the internet everywhere. I keep seeing these 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 clips and shit until I can get some more information on that shit. I just got to let you guys know that you know that that would be some real real sneaky shit if if that's what the fuck really happened, you know, uh with this whole election shit. I mean, it, that would be some really weird shit if they snuck that shit past motherfuckers because you know, we're all adults now. And if that's how you get down, then that's how you get down. I don't give a fuck. But you got to be truthful about some shit. You can't just be hiding your hand all the damn time. I'm a grown-ass man. I mean a grown-ass man. You just go ahead and tell the truth about what's really going on over there so we can get through this shit here. You understand me now? But anyway... Like I was saying, being a grown-ass man, it has its advantages, and it also has its disadvantages. And those disadvantages of getting older is that your palate, it changes. And I'm not talking about the palate that you made at your grandma's house right before it was time to go to sleep. Shit, y'all niggas probably don't do that now. But yes, not that palate. I'm talking about your taste buds. They start to change every five to ten years. And some of the shit that it is, that you used to like you don't like no more some of the shit that it is that you used to hate you motherfucking love getting older is weird it's like seasoning the motherfucking soul and when the soul gets seasoned it starts to take on a different type of texture a different type of taste a different type of whole just listen to this shit Having your taste buds change in adulthood is one of the wildest experiences nobody can prepare you for, and it doesn't stop. It does not stop, but I need a comedian. Stitch this shit up for me, my guy. That's crazy, because have you ever drank 
Sunny D is an adult. Oh my God! Sunny Delight. Oh my God, when I was a kid, Sunny Delight was the shit. That shit tastes like bum sweat. Bruh! You hella right, that shit is nasty. Disgusting. I'm talking about gutter water. I don't understand how I thought Sunny D was an amazing drink as a child. Well, sugar in anything tastes good. And I do know one thing as a grown person, if you get some sunny delight and then you get some of that crystal orange juice, you know, that freshly squeezed shit that be in the milk carton container, you get that motherfucker, what, what the jug, the, the two, the two gallon jug, you get that and then you get some sunny delight and you pour a cup of one and then you pour a cup of the other. If you drink that sunny delight first, you gonna feel like slime. But if you drink, that motherfucking orange juice first, you will get a burst of motherfucking energy. Sunny Delight is for fucking bums. I mean, damn, bruh. This is a grown-up. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. But you know what? Since we are older now, we can change the taste of Sunny Delight, right? I mean, our palates are changing. We could add some things into Sunny Delight to make it just a little bit more flavorable or or tasteful or or maybe even more disgusting you know what none of that's working fuck it let's just go ahead and make make this These shit that all to, marketers to the, know uh, about to, let's just make the sunny delight just completely alcohol infused how does that sound would you like to drink some of the kids juicy juice and get drunk well guess what coming to a store near you is motherfucking infused sunny delight with alcohol i'm not finna give them no free advertisement over here on my show i just wanted to let you motherfuckers know that coming soon to a news article near you is some kid got drunk as fuck and fell down the stairs because he was fucking with the sunny delight i don't know who is running this division of Sunny Delight, but I know one thing, they tapped into two things, and that's get them while they're young, number one of all, and number two of all, nothing sells like drugs, alcohol, and motherfucking sex, good job Sunny Delight, it's not like we don't need another alcohol, the world has been waiting for Sunny Delight to drop some alcoholic shit into their juice so they can go ahead and spike up the motherfucking DUI casualty list that is already constantly being added to. What a beautiful look. What a beautiful day. What else can I say except for you're not going to be able to actually think that you're going to get away with driving around with Sunny Delight bottles. Drink. I'm sorry. I did say I wasn't going to plug Sunny Delight. But anyway, it's a nasty drink. It leaves a nasty taste in my mouth. And I hate to bridge nasty taste in my mouth with the next story. But the next story is outright disgusting. Outright disrespectful. It literally makes me want to throw up. Check this shit out. Something start hearing people talking about I want to move to Cali. Whoa! Hey, bruh, that's my state, my guy. 
or you start seeing people moving out to Cali. What's up, why you talking about Cali? This is one of the reasons if y'all all of a sudden start hearing people talking about, I wanna move to Cali, or you start seeing people moving out to Cali, this is one of the reasons. All right, now the reason that he's talking about the reason that it is that he speaks of is because the California legislative branch reduced the penalties for oral anal sex with willing children. Now, I didn't believe it. I really did not believe it because that's all he said. He couldn't necessarily go into it because I'm pretty sure they would have pulled his account. But I'm a podcaster and I got a little time today. So I dug up some information for you. This is coming to you from Fox 11 and Fox 11 is in Los Angeles. I believe I am fighting through these pop-ups and these extra clicks. But yes, this is coming to you from Fox 11, Los Angeles. A new bill headed to Governor Gavin Newsom's desk with lower penalties for adults who have consensual sex with a minor if the offender is within 10 years of the age of the victim. So does that mean a 20-year-old could fuck a 10-year-old? You stupid motherfucker. You's a dumb bastard, bruh. Hey, hey, we gotta, we gotta get this guy out of here. Now, if signed into law, a 24-year-old could have sexual relations with a 15-year-old child without being required to register as a sex offender. State Senator Shannon Grove wrote in a, wrote in a tweet, under current law, while it, it while it is illegal for an adult to have consensual sex with a teenager between 14 and 17 years old who cannot legally give consent, vaginal intercourse between the two does not require the offender to be listed on the state's sex offender registry. As long as the offender is within 10 years of age of the minor, instead, the judge has the discretion to decide based on the facts of the case whether the sex offender registration is warranted. So this means that the judge, if, persu if persuaded the right way, if pursued with the right chase tactics, can easily change their mind and change the trajectory of not only this victim healing after being taken care of, uh, being taken advantage of by somebody who was 10 years their senior, this motherfucker just completely decides the whole outcome of someone else's life. Whether or not that the people who live around this person needs to be notified that somebody that lives in their neighborhood will fuck a 10-year-old or will fuck a 14-year-old or will fuck anything that's within 10 years of its age. It's good as long as they over 18, but bruh, this shit needs to stop. Now, the article also says other forms of intercourse such as oral and anal require sex offender registration. Senator, wait, State Senator Scott Weiner, what a perfect fucking last name to be associated with this bill right here. Weiner. Senator Scott Weiner, who presented the bill, said the existing law disproportionately targets LGBT 
young people for mandatory sex offender registration since LGBT people usually cannot engage in vaginal intercourse. You know something? This ain't got nothing to do with that and that ain't got nothing to do with this. So what you're saying right now is we're going to relax the laws of sex offenders uh, or of people who prey on young children because uh, 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 no exact number of people that were never polled like to suck dick or some shit like that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't just say shit without people asking questions. Now, California, the California's sex offender registry continues to draw that distinction, an antiquated, outdated, leftover distinction that somehow now, somehow, oral sex is worse than vaginal sex, Wiener said. The bill was sponsored by Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. During an August press conference, Deputy District Attorney Bradley McCart recounted a case in which a mother was upset that her 17-year-old daughter was in a relationship with a high school basketball teammate and pressed charges against her daughter's 18-year-old girlfriend. Now, this is a 17-year-old daughter in a relationship with the eight. This doesn't have anything to do with 10 years. These motherfuckers are months apart. Months apart. This, the the, the discrepancy in these two cases and what it is that they are alleging is completely false. This is a false motherfucking pivot towards some more weird shit with our kids. Let me get back to this story. McCart was able to prevent the prosecution. However, he said that if others were more willing to prosecute prosecute the case, the girlfriend would have been placed on the sex offender registry for life if convicted. For months? For months in between the two? This has nothing to do. This is just as, that right there. That's just an L issue. That's not the whole community. That is not the whole community because those two girls completely understand what it is that they are and what it is that they identify with. And they know exactly what it is that they want. They're not trying to alter anything or anything else like that. If they want to eat carpet or munch carpet or bull dagger dike, whatever the fuck it is that you want to say, no disrespect to anyone listening. But if that's what they want to do, that has nothing to do with the, 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 uh, 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 G, B, T, L, all this other shit. Like the five different organizations interwrapped into this thing right here where they say it started from a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old should have nothing to do with proposing that a 24-year-old should be able to fuck a 15-year-old. Where does that come from? Now, According to the bill's language, the goal of SB 145 is to exempt from mandatory registration under the act a person convicted of certain offenses involving minors if the person is not more than 10 years older than the minor and if that offense is the only one requiring the person to register. Circuits of the bill argue that rather than amending existing law to include vaginal intercourse with the minor as an act that requires mandatory sex offender registration, the bill aims to make all criminal sex acts with the minor over 14 equal by providing offenders with the opportunity to evade mandatory registration. Any sex is sex. 
argued Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez. She sounds like she has some sense. I don't care who it is between or what sex act it is. That being said, I cannot in my mind as a mother understand how sex between a 24-year-old and a 14-year-old could ever be consensual. According to Weiner, the bill would not change the potential sentence for having sex with an underage minor. Instead, the bill would give judges the ability to evaluate whether the accused be registered I'm sorry, it would give the judges the ability to evaluate whether the accused would be required to register as a sex offender. Now, this is once again, it's coming to you from Fox 11. And what the fuck are you talking about, man? This is, re, re, it's re stupid. It's not stupid. It's a stupid back in the motherfuckers. It's retarded. I said it. It's motherfucking retarded. I don't understand why these motherfuckers is doing what they doing but i know one thing one thing is for damn certain i am on they ass and i don't mean like that because when i saw this i started to think to myself who is donating the massive amount of money that's getting the legislative branch to open up these capabilities to where our children not only are, are bred into a, a, a sex slave culture, but fully accepted as it happens to them, not only behind closed doors, but eventually openly. Who is giving these old motherfuckers the money? Because these old bastards cannot distinguish the difference between Facebook and fucking Google. So I, I, I don't get it. It needs to be addressed. And, and like I said all the time, you know, when people get information, they, like the trains, they derail away. They gotta go. I don't wanna hear that. Justice went too far. Justice, you need to stop. Well, this next little rant, it's not mine, but I wish that I had the intelligence to break it down like this guy does. And some people are going to be highly offended. But from my perspective in life and from my experiences had within 42 years of walking around this great marble, this is very much true. Listen, all right? Folks, I hate to say it, but white folks are largely professional gaslighters when it comes to race. We are professional liars when it comes to race. It's part of white supremacy and how it functions and how it works. From the very first African that was enslaved, we have been gaslighting black folks as white people. That's our culture. That's our tradition. That's our indoctrination. And that's what we do. And that's what we do best. We lie every single day and we lie to black people. We lie to each other. We lie to ourselves about race. We gaslight, gaslight. Gaslight. Gaslight, if you don't know, it's a psychological term. It's where the abuser tells the victim that this reality of you being abused is not really happening. It's just something in your imagination. You're being paranoid. You're being too sensitive. All this abuse is not real. And if it is real, it's only because you deserved it. I was trying to help you. It's justified somehow. We have always justified our racism. And if we're not justifying it, we're denying it. If we're not denying it, then we're deflecting it. The last thing white people would do is simply acknowledge the truth racially. That's why I say 
We're bullshit artists. We are professional fucking liars and gaslighters. That's exactly what we do as white people. And that's the fucking truth. And if you deny it, you're a fucking liar. 90% of white people today, right now in America, no matter how young or how old, we've been so profoundly indoctrinated that we cannot simply acknowledge the truth racially. Can't do it. And if we do do it, there's a but or a deflection. Can't do it. 90% of us will not do it. So this is why we are gaslighting academically. This is why black history all around America right now is being criminalized. That tradition of gaslighting, that tradition of hiding, that tradition of pretending racism's not real is their educational system. And they want to protect that tradition. They do not want the truth to be out. People know that the hope is with the younger generation. Isn't that what they always say? I hope the younger people, I hope the next generation will do better. They know that if the truth ever gets taught racially, that's why CRT is banned. That's why if you talk about race, it's banned. All around America, states, counties, schools, teachers, threat of arrest, black stories, beautiful black books, banned, erased, censored, libraries, empty, criminalization of black history, folks. Because why? Because white people are racist. White people are all about denying. White people are all about gaslighting. That's our tradition. Deny, deflect, never teach the truth, never acknowledge the truth. Because if we do, if the young, if, if we teach the truth, what will happen? White supremacy could be threatened. Economic advantages for white people, the dominant position could be threatened. They're threatened, like all bullies are threatened. They're threatened by their victims. So of course they don't want the truth to be taught. So what do they do? They keep it whitewashed. They keep the lies perpetrating. The narratives, the whitewashing. Pretend George Washington, Andrew Jackson were heroes as they owned hundreds of slaves. Keep pretending. Keep denying. Keep whitewashing. Let's not learn about black heroes. Let's not learn about black stories. Let's not learn about black history. Let's not learn about black contributions. Why? Because that would be the truth. And that's not our tradition. We're supposed to promote whiteness. That's how white nationalism works. They pretend that, you know, we're innocent. We're trying to protect the sensitivity of our white children. No, you're not. You're trying to keep white supremacy and your privilege alive. You want to be on top the same way that your parents wanted to be on top mm -hmm. and their parents wanted to be on top. Mm -hmm. That's how white supremacy works. It's a power thing. The idea of dismantling white supremacy cannot happen until we can teach our children the truth. You know, I usually stop people when they talk but i felt it quite important that i shut the fuck up during that 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 not even rant a very thoughtful explanation on where it is that we stand right now in this country and not only where it is that we stand right now in this country 
where it is that the door keeps revolving around. And that door keeps opening and closing on denial. And I'm not talking about the river in Egypt. On denial. It's hard for people to admit when they didn't fucked up or fucked you over or tried to fuck you over and then got caught in the process. That's why I'm here. I believe that's why I was born. Maybe I'm just bullshitting a little bit, but damn it, I wanna believe that shit. And as I listened to that a couple of days ago, I wanted to post it on the podcast, but couldn't necessarily find exactly how to fit it in. That was until today. I was at work and uh, just doing my job, you know, wiping shit off and packaging shit up and getting shit ready to ship. And I was listening to the news and the news was, as usual, the, the informational outlet of bullshit that it always is, except for tonight. They had an in-depth interview about something that I have reported on on my show before most people even catch the wind of the fart from the shit that just dropped from the government's ass. And that is the aid that's going on and being sent to Ukraine. Now, the reason why I focused on the aid is because we haven't given any aid to the people who have built this country. Yes, my ancestors, black people, my great grandmother's mother, big mama, her mother, you know, my pawpaw's mama, Mama Clara, they they lived through some shit that we could never even put into words. And that's not because the words don't exist. It's because they weren't even given the opportunity to learn those motherfucking words. But even though those bills have not been paid, even though a promise has not been kept, we now find this country withdrawing money from your motherfucking check. Every single one of them. Especially when Uncle Sam come in and dip his hand into the motherfucking honeypot before you can count your ducats. They take your money. And now that great American money is not being spent. Not only to repay the old ass light bill that you motherfuckers owe on, but it's not being paid to get the homeless off the street. It's not being paid to help the mental health crisis that's going on in this country. It's not being paid to protect the infrastructure of this country or to elevate the poverty-stricken neighborhoods that exist in this country. No, none of those things, they don't matter. Not with your money, not the money that it is that you work for. You really want to know what matters? The Ukrainians. And, and, and their situation is far much more of a plight than it is than your situation because you live in America and your motherfucking problems come second to everyone else's. That's the way that they would love for you to believe that. Is that necessarily true? Now, this next article that I will be reading from is coming from the Council on Foreign Relations. And I just typed into the Curie earlier, how much money has been sent to Ukraine. Now, this story reads off, every year the United States sends billions of dollars of aid, in aid, and much more 
than many other countries to benefic- to beneficiaries around the world in pursuit of its security, economic, and humanitarian interests. Heading into 2022, the U.S. foreign assistance was driven by various priorities of the Biden administration, including combating climate climate change, responding to the COVID-19 pandemic, pandemic, I'm sorry, and countering authoritarianism. But since Russia's invasion in February of last year, Ukraine has become far and away the top recipient of the U.S. foreign aid. It's the first time that a European country has held the top spot since the Harry S. Truman administration directed vast sums into rebuilding the continent through the Marshall Plan after World War II. So this much money has never been sent out before. Now, since the war began, the Biden administration and the U.S. Congress have directed nearly more than $75 billion in assistance to Ukraine. $75 billion to Ukraine, which includes humanitarian, financial, military. I mean, you name it, they getting it. Now, a German uh, 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 that that that's that's according to the Kiel Institute for World Economy, a German uh, research institute. The historic sums are helping a broad set of Ukrainian people and institutions, including refugees, law enforcement, and independent radio broadcasters. Though most of the aid has been military related, <laughs> most of it, huh? How much has been military? Related. Now, instead of reading to you this long article, let me just go ahead and tell you just how much aid has been sent to Ukraine in the total of $76.8 billion. You've got at $3.9 billion the humanitarian fund, and then you got $26.4 billion, which is 34%. Now, the first, first of all, the humanitarian fund is 5% at a mere $3.9 billion. The second one they have listed is the financial support, which is listed at two point at $26.4 billion. That's $26.4 billion for their financial support over there. That's a hefty 34%. Then they get money for security assistance, which is $18.3 billion. That's 24%. Then they get what they get money for weapons and equipment. That's 23.5 billion dollars. That's 31%. Then they get some money for grants and loans and for weapons and equipment and that is 4 0.7 billion dollars which is only 6%. I mean a mere 6%. I mean 4 billion dollars could never help this country. I mean 23.5 not it's the drop in the bucket. Come on man. We can't put up sheetrock with that kind of money. 18.3. What do you do? No, you we can we do not we cannot give food to people who are hungry. We can't do that. 26.4. No, no, the roads are fine. Yes, there's no need to up 
update or upgrade the, the, the air traffic systems or anything. Nope. Nope, not at all. Not the fine the the, the the fucking the 3.9 billion for humanitarian. That's where we started at. No one needs that money. Not at all. I mean, we all have at least an acre of land to live on where we can go outside and stretch our arms and our legs and be completely motherfucking comfortable in this bullshit ass goddamn. Grandson, please go to sleep. You should not be up. I mean, when you hear this, you would think, at least I would think, that the Ukrainian president would be a guy who would at least be able to say thank you. I mean, at least say thank you. In English, motherfucker, say the shit in English. If I loan a nigga $40, you better say justice. Don't call me Justin. My name is not Justin. Call me Justice. Just Ice. Just is. Justin won't do it. It's not close enough. But you could at least say thank you or something. Like I said, how the podcast began. I was at work listening to the interview with Wolf Blitzer. He's got an old name that sounds like he might kill people. But Blitzer was talking to Zelensky in the interview was very weird. I mean, very weird to say the least. Listen to this shit. <coughs> oh my God, this tree. Never touch a down power Don't line. Don't touch a brown, brown power line. Don't ever touch a down power line. Whatever you do, I, they, they, they do a lot of pop-ups. So I got to let that shit play for a second. They, every opportunity they can get. They try to sell you some shit. It never fails. It never fails. All right, let's see where I got this at. Що Джонсон робив для України, це нас дуже допомагало. Я вважаю його другом України, але я вважаю, що і суспільство максимально підтримувало Україну тут в Європі. І тому мені здається, що сполучне королівство в цілому. Now. This is my thing. I swore I, I could I'm, I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I swore that I saw this guy speaking English somewhere. Like, bruh, if you can speak English, you better speak fucking English. And if you don't know English, somebody record a tape for this guy so he could memorize a tape. To make it seem like he's on our side. He knows that we on his side. In this interview, he is asking for more. He wants jets. He says it in, in, in this interview. I don't have time to go through the whole interview. I just looked at where I'm at on the time. And I got to get out of here in a few minutes. So I got to kind of sum this shit up quick. He asks for more. He wants airplanes, fighter jets. He wants, he wants his people to have air defenses and there is nothing wrong with that. But what is wrong with our country getting to where the fuck it is that we need to be? All of that money being sent up over there could be spent right here in this motherfucking country. Go ahead and give the reparations to black people that you fucking owe. You owe that shit. Give it up. That's number one of all. You know what's going to go right back into the economy, motherfuckers. Get the money up. Get his shit up. Get that up. And then, 
I heard him say something about, look at the children's faces. They're young, but they have old faces. Have you seen the teenagers in this country? They look like 32-year-old men. What, I mean, I love everybody. From the bottom, the middle, and the top of my damn heart. But this shit right here, where a motherfucker could take so much damn money from one country and then act like you can't even, you ain't worth, we ain't worth you motherfucking learning how to say a few sentences. This motherfucker know how to speak English. I, I'm, you know what? I'm standing on, I believe it even if it ain't true. It even, I mean, I feel really emotional about this shit because, uh, I think about all those B's. Not not even M's. B's. B's, bruh. Billions. I think about how that could change so many motherfucking lives in this country. How many people would wake up just a little bit happier with a little bit of extra money in their account. Wow, how the streets would look a little bit better if they would really work on infrastructure when they said it was infrastructure week how we would be much more safe on airplanes from motherfuckers trying to stab you with spoons in your neck is exactly how much more safer it would be if you wanted to get a tummy tuck in this country not even safer affordable it would be in this country if you had a couple of extra dollars in your account and you didn't have to cross motherfucking into a territory that you did not necessarily know was that damn dangerous. All those motherfucking bees, they just start fucking with me. And as soon as I get to thinking about a motherfucker taking all that damn money and not giving no, they ain't putting no respect on this country name. Not none. Now, you may not like the situation and the circumstances of what it is, of what is going on right now, but as a citizen of this country, we can demand better. We can demand more. We can unite it. Real shit. Put some shit together and make some shit roll and pop. But divided, won't not a goddamn thing happen. I mean, whew, bees, my guy, bees, billions, 76 of them. Think how that could really change this country. Think about next time that you're driving your car, you see all those people under the bridge living in tents, billions. Think about all the people that you see shoplifting on TV, billions. Think about all of the shit that we've heard and seen about the police officers, the motherfucking money needed to reform that shit. You know, you know what that, you know what could, could help that out? Just a few billions. What the fuck, man? It's, it's undescribable as I watch people lose themselves inside of that black mirror device that's constantly on their body not pay attention to what exactly is going on. And if we don't start to pay attention now, we won't have an attention span at all to pay anybody anything. We just gonna be some broke-minded motherfuckers with a cell phone and a podcast. What can I tell you, man? Don't nobody get down like me.
Anyway, this is Justice, and 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 I do appreciate you listening to the podcast. I got to get the fuck up out of here. Of course, you know I got a list of things to get 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 out of get on this motherfucker before I get out of here. First and foremost, I want to give you an applause if you've made it to this far in the episode. I only ask one more thing of you, and that's to pull out your phone and go ahead and give me a five star like. Go ahead and um. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you don't know what that is, it says subscribe. Hit subscribe. Hit that bell thing. That's the notification button. So when these podcasts do drop, some of them two, maybe three times a day, depending on what's going on. And now that I have some new equipment that I can work with out in the field, you're going to be getting some more interviews. They might not be primed up like they sound on here, but damn it, I got some good questions for the general public. So go ahead and hit that notification button so you do get notified when new episodes drop. So hit the like, rate, subscribe, share the podcast. I'm not asking anybody for any money. I will be opening up a subscription feature where I'm trying to get it to where it's only $1 a month. I don't need a dollar. If few of you motherfuckers give me a dollar, I'll be all right. Just a dollar a month. That's what I'm trying to do. But until then, I don't need no money from you motherfuckers. What I need you to do is to share the podcast. I'd like for you to please take your time and hit that 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 open rectangle thing with the arrow pointing in or the arrow pointing out, depending on if you got Android or whatever. Share the podcast to whoever it is that you think might need somebody yelling, screaming, holler into a mic for their entertainment. Go ahead and share the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. No edits, no re-records, none of that shit. All genuine reactions to all of the videos it is that I'm reporting on in my podcast. I no ex, no 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 uh no expense spared. Um please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Please don't hurt nobody in the process. That is all it is that I ask of you and I must Last but not least, remind everyone that every single one of these podcasts are recorded for in the love for the love life legacy of my mother page. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you and I miss you, Mama. Once again, I cannot thank you enough for joining me for another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Peace. We did it. We did it. Now get your ass up and go to work. <laughs>